0: This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast where I'm going to be covering a topic which I never, ever thought I would cover. And it's about whether it's okay to press pause on your business for a month. Now, the reason I'm covering it is because this is something that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be taking the whole of August off. I'm going to be having a content break. I'm going to be doing a few very small things with paying clients, but I'm going to be having pretty much a whole month off and I can't actually believe it. So I thought I'd talk about it in a podcast episode, not just talking about me and what I'm going to be doing, but the whole discussion really around taking big time, big chunks of time off in your business. Um So that's what you're going to hear about in this episode. If it's something you're considering, then I do hope what I talk about in this episode is going to be helpful for you. And I hope it's going to give you the um, courage to go and take a month off and give yourself a break, like I'm going to be doing. So, now on to the main part of the episode. This summer, you might have heard business owners talking about taking big chunks of time off or taking August off or even the entire the summer. You might have heard people talking about it at different points of the year as well, but I feel it's something that's been talked about loads this summer. When you work for yourself, it can completely take over your life. You can't just turn off your work phone at 5pm on a Friday or walk away from your computer like you used to do when you had a regular job. When you work for yourself, you worry about whether your clients might be upset if you don't respond on a weekend or late at night or really early in the morning and you live, sleep, eat and breathe your business. But being in the thick of it 24-7, 365 days a year can be exhausting And if you are burnt out, then you can't do your best for you or your clients. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to explore the whole pressing pause topic, why we can find it hard and what can happen if we do. Plus a little bit of theory around taking time out from your business and taking time off, getting away and the impact that can have that was shared with me by a lovely lady called Claire Bradshaw from Claire Bradshaw Coaching. So I'm going to very briefly go over that to give you a bit of an understanding about why it works. And I'm going to link some really helpful information in the show notes. so You can go and read more because I will not articulate it as well as it should be done. So let's talk about first of all, I'm going to talk about my situation Um so, why I'm pressing pause for a month this summer, and I'm pressing pause this month as well, and pressing pause in August. So, a little bit about me I've been self employed for 16 years, and I started work when I was 14. So, I was waitressing, washing pots, doing bar work, making ice creams, working in supermarkets and call centres, and loads of other fun jobs before training as a journalist. So, I was working this out the last time I had a summer off was back in 1989 when I was 13. For the last three years, I've been working on building an online business, so learning about marketing, all kinds of different tech platforms, building an audience and a community, writing a book, all kinds of other things when it comes to getting my business out there, alongside working as a journalist as well. What happened was during the pandemic, my journalism work dropped. Um, People didn't have the budget to pay for features. It was mostly news in the newspapers. And I was in a difficult situation where I didn't have any government support. So I had to work really hard to keep my head above water. So I have worked really, really hard over the past two and a half or three years, um, building up an online business to the point where I'm able to do this. And I know it's a huge privilege to be able to take a month off. And I really want to stress that this isn't something that I'm taking for granted. I feel very, very fortunate. And I've worked really hard to get to this point, particularly over the past few months, actually, to build up a little bit of a financial buffer so I can have this time off. Um, And when you run a business, you're always on, aren't you? On Every holiday since 2006, I've taken my phone and my laptop with me and the thought of coming back to hundreds or even thousands of emails fills me with horror. So I always check my emails continuously when I'm away. Now, one of the things I'm really mindful of is I know that it's not life or death if I don't respond to a message straight away. It's not like I'm, you know, a heart surgeon or I'm some amazing professor or I'm doing something that's really changing the world, but I do want to support my clients and I do want to be there for them. Um, but at the same time, I know that many of the people I work with and in my free community feel the same. They are also really frazzled. They've been working really hard for the past two and a half years. They need a break as well. My clients and the people in my community also work seven days a week. They're also always available. They also feel guilty or bad about saying no and letting people down. So they are really similar to me. And often I will find myself saying to my clients, it's really important to take rest take time for yourself have something some time for you some time for you and your family because I really care about them and their well-being and that they you know they they reap the the benefits of working for themselves so but then I look at myself and think I need to do as I say not as I do so I think it's really important for me to do that and um, for me to um, do what I suggest to my clients um, that they do and to kind of set a bit of an example really, and also to put the message out there that it is okay to have time off and that there isn't you know, there isn't any shame in having a rest. And this whole hustle culture, this burnout culture, it's not good for us, is it? So that's what I'm gonna be doing. And I wanted to share with you a little bit about the science behind pressing pause and the benefits it can bring. Now this might sound a little bit woo, but bear with me because there has been research into pressing pause, into spending time outdoors and the impact it has. So there was a some research carried out by two psychologists called Stephen and Rachel Kaplan, and they created something called the attention restoration theory. And it's all around the impact of being in nature and what that can have on well-being. Now, I know if you are in the pet industry, you're going to be quite outdoorsy. So it is talking about being in nature, being outdoors. Um, and I know that's going to be something if you're listening to this podcast that you're going to be probably going to be into anyway. So I think it's going to be helpful for you. So Stephen and Rachel Kaplan, in this attention restoration theory, they outline four cognitive states on the way to restoration, having a clear head, reducing mental fatigue, recovering from mental fatigue, soft fascination or interest, and reflection and restoration. Um, they also identified four key components to this, and they were being away, soft fascination, extent and compatibility. Now you can go and read if you're listening to this and thinking, oh my gosh, what is Rachel on about? Go and have a read of the show notes for this episode. In there is a link where you can go and find out all about this study and it will be articulated far better than I will manage to do. But these are just a couple of definitions in those things I've just talked about there. So soft fascination is something that was defined by a lady called Rebecca Daniel from Appalachian State University. Is When your attention is held by a less active or stimulating activity, such activities generally provide the opportunity to reflect and introspect. Next up is hard fascination. And Rebecca Daniels' definition of this is when your attention is held by a highly stimulating activity, such activities generally do not provide the opportunity to reflect or introspect since you are completely absorbed. So in really simple terms, soft fascination is when you are out like in nature, on an amazing walk, maybe up a mountain or in a lovely green meadow, and you're just kind of in the moment and you've got time to reflect and think about things that are going on in your life. Hard fascination is literally when you're at your desk, you've got steam coming out of your ears, steam coming off the, sparks coming off the keyboard, and you are so in the work that you don't have the time to have those brilliant ideas, those moments, because you're just completely absorbed in what it is that you're doing so that's soft and hard fascination the next thing is extent extent refers to the quality of the environment ideally it's a place where you feel relaxed and at ease so I've talked a little bit about outdoors but being relaxed and at ease might be at a spa it might be in a certain place that you go to where you feel in that state and then compatibility is about finding enjoyment in your environment so again that could be outdoors it could be a spa it could be going to see a particular friend who you love being with so it's about finding enjoyment So that is a little very brief overview about the whole attention restoration theory, but it's been used in research into areas including mental fatigue, stress recovery, and ADHD. And I discovered this theory thanks to Claire from Claire Bradshaw Coaching, and while I don't have ADHD, I I do feel that stress and mental and physical fatigue are both things I've experienced, so that's why when she told me about it, I was like, I've got to share this on this podcast because I think people will find it really interesting. So you can read the full article on attention restoration theory on the link in my show notes. It's on positivepsychology.com forward slash attention dash restoration dash dash theory. And I've linked to it in this episode. And You can also link read Rebecca Daniels thesis around soft and hard fascination as well. That is also in the show notes for this episode. So. Next, I'm going to talk about like what the emotions are, what emotions you feel when you press pause for the first time. So at the moment, I'm feeling a mixture of guilt, excitement, nervousness, and also I'm feeling a little bit indulgent. I'm feeling a little bit guilty about it, but I'm feeling a little bit like, oh my gosh, you know, can I really do this? And I spoke to some business owners in a mastermind I'm in ahead of recording this episode for a little bit of a brainstorm around how I could cover it really, how I could talk about it in a way that feels right for me. So while I do feel guilty, it was a reminder that the hard work I've put into my business has meant I've been able to budget for the downtime by stepping things up in the run up to summer, and it's okay to feel nervous about stepping away from something that is a huge part of me or a huge part of you, and also to feel excited about the prospect of a month of downtime. The other thing um, that came up when we were talking about it—it it was that earlier this year I did a new course. It was called the Be Boot Bootcamp, and it was encouraging business owners to do the things they dreamt of doing, to be bold. And this, I guess, having a month off is me being bold. So again, I'm kind of walking the walk. Next, I wanted to talk about choosing the right time as well. So if you're listening and thinking, I quite fancy doing this, like I've listened to other people saying and taking the month off in August and thought I quite fancy doing it. So if you're listening to me and thinking, yep, that sounds really good. I'm really excited for you and do come and tell me your plans on social media because I'd love to hear them when it comes to choosing the right time, when I made this decision, it was after hearing a lot of debate from people I know and also from listening to my community and finding out about their summer plans. And I was doing that and August felt like the right time for me. It felt like the kind of most inclusive time for my clients because I know they're taking time off too. So if you're considering doing the same, then you could also like look at patterns with your clients and your business and think about, you know, is there a quiet spell in the winter where I could be able to have some. I might be able to have space in my diary for a break. You know, do people always take two weeks off over Christmas? Maybe that could be a time where you could factor in some time out. And it's like the taxi driver analogy. My boyfriend Tommy always talks about the taxi driver analogy. And that's like where you go to work on a Saturday night and you know it's really busy. You're going to be running people around all night. You know you've got that demand there for you. But on a Wednesday night, you might only have one fare. So if you were thinking of taking Wednesday off, you can do it and not feel guilty. And Tommy always says, there's no point sitting there at your desk waiting for work to come in when you know it's really quiet. You could be going and having some downtime, having some time off, you know, giving yourself time to recuperate and enjoy yourself. So that is the kind of that. That's what I wanted to share about finding the right time. And I hope that's making you think about is there the right time for you to do the same thing. Then I finally wanted to share a little bit about like full transparency on my time off as well. So my month off is from content production and free support. I will be doing a few calls for my paying clients. So I have a membership community where I have two live calls every week. These will be taking place for the first two weeks of August. And I also have a mastermind group. So that's um, a group of people who have one-to-one support from me. I always have two calls every month. So I'll be running those. And I'll be having my one-to-ones with them in the first couple of weeks of August. Most of them in the first week of August. But all my content production, so my podcast, my blog, my email newsletter, social media, that will be on pause. And I'll be pressing pause on my free Facebook group as well. Now, I feel I'm okay to do this because if anyone is looking for free advice on how to raise a profile of their pet business, there's a library of around, over I think there's about 200 hours of content on my social media, on my website, on my podcast, on my PDF guide, I've got like low, I've got five different PDF guides which will help you if you want to go and get some press coverage, if you want to work on raising your profile. I'll put the link to my free PDF library in the show notes as well, but it's www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk forward slash freebies. And there's loads of information in there, which if you have just discovered this podcast, you can go and use to get you started. And then if you did want to book in some time with me in September, obviously you can. So finally, I wanted to share what I'm going to be doing in my month off. This is the indulgent part, I know, but... If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you might want to know what I'm going to be getting up to. So for the first weekend, I'm going to a festival with my best friend Vicky. Very excited about that. Then I'm going to an Airbnb with Patch in Devon for a week on my own. The next part of my month off is to go and see another old school friend, Sharon, who I don't see very often. I've not seen her for a couple of years. We She lives in Torquay, so I'm having five days with her. So looking forward to that. Basically, all we'll do is just laugh. And she's also got a little dog as well called Stan. So I can't wait for Patch and Stan to meet and hang out together. And then the final week, I'm meeting up with Tommy and his daughters in Robin Hood's Bay. We're going to have a week there. So I'm planning lots of walks, reading, eating, drinking, laughing. And I hope to come back feeling refreshed and raring to go in September. The other thing I'm going to do is I'm going to track the impact on my audience growth as well and seeing how being off, as in switching everything off, impacts on things like website traffic, podcast downloads, social media, followers, that kind of thing. So I am going to report back on that and I'm going to see, um, you know, what the impact is. So. I hope you found this episode helpful it's quite short it's only 15 minutes um but I hope it has inspired you to press pause as well whether it's for two weeks whether it's for a month whatever works for you if it has and you want to chat about it or just tell me about it come and find me on social media I'll put all the links in the show notes for this episode but if you want to find me I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms So this is my final podcast now until September. Um, So I hope you have a wonderful August. I hope you're doing something lovely as well. And I will look forward to seeing you in September. And I've got some brilliant podcasts lined up, loads of great interviews, loads of great guests. So I will look forward to seeing you then. And I hope you have a lovely summer. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.